0: Travis,
1: what do you know about fixing stuff?
0: Uh, I guess it depends, like fixing sandwiches. How about trucks? But what makes you think I know anything about that, Joel? I don't know, but it's what we're going to be talking about this morning. What does that have to do with the Bible? One way to find out. Let's listen in. Hey, Ivy, did you order the engines on the checklist last week? Yup, sure did. How about the brake pads? Mm Mm-hmm. Sounds good. The headlight fluid all taken care of. Ivy, can you pay attention for a second? Come on, Sage. I ordered all the stuff we need for a month and then some. You're sure? Yes. Even the leaf springs for Mr. Carlson? The I mean, I'll have to check that one, but pretty sure, yeah. Ivy, that order was supposed to get here last week. You mean you still haven't ordered them? It's on its way. I just, oh, look, a customer. Good morning. We're not done talking about this. Morning, ladies. I've got something going wrong on my truck. Kind of a spluttering when I get it going. Do you think I could get it looked at? Our pleasure, ma'am. Here at Sage and Ivy's, we pride ourselves in the quick assessment and repair that only you can find here at Sage and Ivy's. Are you going to take a long time? I've got a meeting I have to be at in a few hours, and it can't wait. We'll take a look and see what the damage is, and if we have the parts in stock, there's a good chance that we'll have you out of here in time for your meeting. Great. So what are you checking first? First? Yeah, let's get this show on the road. I don't have all day. Show... Oh, right, show! We should check to see if the radio's working right. We what? Why would the radio be the problem? Basic mechanics, ma'am. Never assume you know what the problem isn't before you know what the problem is. Am I paying you by the hour? Most definitely. Fine here, please. Now where's the radio power switch? Ah!
1: Hmm, well, that didn't work.
0: Is your truck going to be all right, Mr. Jacobs?
1: It should be, Gabby, if I can only get it to... Huh. Okay.
0: It doesn't sound like it's all right. Are you going to buy a new one? Don't they cost a bajillion dollars? I don't think they're that much. He won't buy a new one. He's Mr. Jacobs. He'll fix it. Just you watch. Uh,
1: Could one of you girls slide the socket set to me?
0: The socket set? I know what it is. Here, Mr. Jacobs.
1: Thanks, Ivy. So what are you girls up to today?
0: Nothing really.
1: Nothing? Interesting.
0: What's interesting? I'm pretty sure nothing is the opposite of interesting.
1: I just figured you girls would have a lot going on with school starting back up and such. To have absolutely nothing going on is pretty unusual.
0: I think she meant that there's nothing new going on. It's the same old school stuff.
1: So no one has a problem to talk about or anything?
0: Nope. We're good.
1: Can't say as I remember the last time that happened around here. Usually there's some sort of discussion on a Saturday morning.
0: Sorry, if you ask me. It looks like today it's your turn to have a problem. Yeah, how can we help? We might have some Bible verses that can fix this situation.
1: (laughs) I'm not sure there's anything I need you to do at the moment, girls. So right now I think... I need to take Proverbs 11-2's advice.
0: Is that a verse about how to fix cars or something? The Bible doesn't have any verses about that, Gabby. I don't know, Sage. There's something in there about not running out of oil.
1: That's a different type of oil, I'm afraid. No, Proverbs 11-2 basically tells me that with pride, I'm just going to embarrass myself, and instead, I should be humble.
0: Um, no offense, Mr. Jacobs, but I don't think your truck's going to know if you're being humble or not. Yeah, and how is being humble gonna fix this particular problem?
1: You'll see, I'll be right back.
0: Do you think he's getting a drama script or something? I don't think so. So what do we do now? The same thing we always do, listen to the radio.
1: All right, Mr. Jacob, she's all hooked up. I'll take her into the shop and have Lester look her over and give you a call. Thanks, Jim, I appreciate it. Man, oh man, the garage hasn't changed much, has it? Nope, the kids have come and gone over the years and I've made a few improvements, but yep, just about the way you left it. Well, I'd best be off. Good seeing you again, Mr. Jacobs. Bye, Jim.
0: That's how you're going to get your truck fixed? Getting it towed?
1: Yep. It seemed like the best option.
0: I mean, it works, but I don't think I can say you fix it. You got someone else to do the job for you.
1: That's true. But the more I looked at that truck, the more I realized that I had no idea how to fix what was wrong. And even if I did, I don't have the tools here to do it right. It's like I was saying earlier, I could be proud and probably make the mess bigger, or admit that I can't do it myself and have things work out.
0: Hmm, I don't think we're buying it, Mr. Jacobs. Yeah, when I give up like that, I feel like a quitter. And my dad says, when things are too hard, that's just a sign I need to try harder. Yeah, aren't there Bible verses that tell us to do hard things and not to give up?
1: (laughs) These are all good questions, but I think there's a difference between giving up on what we're supposed to be doing and knowing that we can't do something and asking for help.
0: Well, I think you're gonna to need to explain because they both sound like the same thing.
1: All right, to start things off. Yes, Ivy, there are Bible verses that tell us not to give up when things get difficult. James 1, Romans 5, Galatians 6, and other passages like them encourage us to keep pressing on when we're doing what is right.
0: Oh, I think I get it. Get what? It's the last part. God tells us not to give up But he's talking about when we are doing what is right, specifically.
1: Exactly! When God calls us to live for Him and follow His teachings, He knows it's going to be hard, and He urges us to push on because there are great rewards in the end.
0: You're sounding a lot like my brother's hockey coach.
1: Well, there are some similarities, and it's good to push on in whatever we do and do our very best, like it says in verses like Colossians 3.23 and that with God's help, we can do all kinds of things, like he tells us in Philippians 3.13. The thing is, not everything we can do is good, and not every good task is ours to do.
0: You mean there are good things that we're not supposed to do? How does that make any sense?
1: I might have a drama script that could be helpful when it comes to explaining this. Sound like fun? It does to me. Great. I'll be right back then. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the elegant drama, Fine Dining, an adapted Biblical teaching about salvation.
0: Wow, this place is really fancy. Look at those windows. Are you sure we can afford to eat here, Christy? Would I take a friend to a place I couldn't afford? Relax. This dinner is my gift to you. Happy birthday. Well, I good evening. Do you have a reservation, ladies? We don't, but that shall be all right. Just put us at table 5A, if you please. 5A, that means? That's right, here. This should make it worth your trouble. Indeed, and would my lady's guests like a menu? Thank you. Wow, they must really like you here. I suppose. Take a look at the menu. (gasps) What, what is it? These prices. I didn't know it was going to be so expensive. Maybe we should choose another restaurant. Come on, you, remember, relax. I've got this covered. I wanted to take you somewhere special for your birthday and this is the best place in town. Enjoy. You've decided what you would like this evening. I have, thank you. I would like the flank steak brisket with a side of mashed potatoes and asparagus soup. Very good. And you ma'am? Um, I, how, um. She'll have the same as me. Very well. Why'd you do that? Do what? Don't you want a delicious meal? You love steak. Oh, Posh, relax. I've got it covered. I can't have you doing that. My meal alone is going to cost as much as a new car. What am I going to do? Maybe if I offer to clean the dishes, or maybe bust the tables or wash the windows? Karen? I might be able to make payments, or a loan or something. Do you think they accept personal checks? Waiter! Karen! I can cook my own food! I've made hamburgers before! I think I can manage that! If that's enough to cover the cost, I will gladly do it! Karen! What? You're embarrassing me. I am? Yeah, first off, none of those things will come even close to you paying for your meal. And secondly, it's a gift. But it's just so much money! I can afford it, easily. Besides, I do own the restaurant. Oh. Right.
1: The moral is that sometimes we think that by working hard at being good and kind, we can pay for all the wrong we have done in our lives. Unfortunately, no amount of good will come close to paying that kind of debt. That's why Jesus paid for us as a gift. We only have to accept it and then we shall truly be free. You know, I've forgotten how big the garage is when the truck isn't in here. I might just have to throw a party so it doesn't feel so empty. What do you girls think?
0: As long as I'm invited. It's a deal. Mr. Jacobs, I still have questions about what we've been talking about. I'm still thinking about what you've said about sometimes even though something is good and right, we might not be supposed to do it. Yeah, that was confusing. How is doing the right thing wrong?
1: There are a few ways. And the first example I have is from 1 Corinthians 14. This section of the Bible says that when we are worshiping and teaching in church, we should take turns and not interrupt each other. Apparently, because everyone was doing their own thing all at once, no one was benefiting from it, and God had to give some instructions. Well,
0: that makes sense, but that's not really saying you shouldn't do the right thing. You just have to wait for a
1: little bit. That's true, and speaking of waiting, that leads me to my next example in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 13. The king of Israel at that time, King Saul, was waiting for the prophet Samuel to make a sacrifice to God.
0: Was this some sort of special sacrifice or something? I'm guessing it had to do with getting God's blessing before a battle.
1: She's right.
0: Wow, impressive.
1: Anyhow, Samuel was a little later than expected, and the army was getting scared. This was a bad situation, and so Saul decided to fix the situation by disobeying God and making the sacrifice himself instead of waiting for God's chosen prophet to do it.
0: So I'm guessing that was bad.
1: Mm, Good guess. Back then, only prophets and priests of God could make sacrifices for the nation. As you might guess, Saul was neither at the time. It's like I was saying earlier, sometimes God has someone better suited for the job, and when we try to do it ourselves instead, we can end up making a big mess of things.
0: Like you and your truck? Not quite the same as making a sacrifice to God, but I can see how it fits.
1: Well. I know that the mechanics at Lester's shop have a lot more experience and better tools for that sort of thing. And if the only reason I have for not using their services is I'm too proud to let them, (laughs) it sounds like I'd be silly not to let them take a look at it.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure it's quite the same. But it works for me, though. I might have questions for you about it later. I'll be here. Speaking of later, we should probably get going, Sage. Mom wanted us home so we can go grocery shopping. Oh, how exciting. Come on, it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. See you guys later. Yeah, I'd better leave too. Thanks, Mr. Jacobs. Hope your truck feels better soon.
1: Thanks, Gabriella. Would you mind turning off the radio?
0: No problem.